Hello all you beautiful people out there. We just wanted to take a brief moment to bring more awareness to an issue that's very important to us. The homelessness epidemic is something that affects every community. According to the National Alliance to End Homelessness, more than half a million people are homeless on any given night in America. These 567,715 people represent a cross-section of America and are associated with every region of the country, family status, gender category, racial, and ethnic group. In Maryland, where we live, there are currently 7,144 people experiencing homelessness tonight. Due to the economic implications of the COVID-19 crisis, it's been predicted that 30 to 40,000 people will be evicted by the end of the year, which will significantly increase the number of people without a place to call home. So what can you do to help? Depending on where you live, there are resources you can find that can help you do your part in your community. JustServe.org is an organization that helps you find volunteer opportunities in your area. There is a tool where you can enter your zip code and opportunities will be listed. Check it out. The National Alliance to End Homelessness is another great resource for education, statistics, and events surrounding what you can do to help. For example, you can donate money, contact your elected officials, and sign up for advocacy alerts. Go to endhomelessness.org for more. If you want a not-so-hands-on approach, support businesses that support the homeless community. TheRightToShower.com sells bath and body products made with natural cleansers, organic ingredients, and sustainable production processes. 30% of their profits go to mobile shower initiatives. They believe everyone needs to have access to showers and a basic level of cleanliness. These are things we take for granted. We really hope you take some time to think about others that are less fortunate. Please give back in any way that you can and support others that are part of the fight to end homelessness. Stay safe out there and continue being vigilant and protecting the people around you. And thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Air Candy, an uninhibited exploration of topics, ideas, and stories. Welcome back to Air Candy, where we like to talk about all sorts of topics ranging from serious to ridiculous while sharing our unprofessional opinions and advice. I am your humble host, Colleen, and with me as always is my co-host, Seth, What's aka the tidy emoji. Hey! <laughs> That's an insider joke there. New episodes of Air Candy will be coming to you every other Thursday. If you haven't already liked and subscribed to our show, please do so wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you want to connect with us online, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Air Candy Podcast. And if you have a question, comment, or episode idea, you can drop us a line on one of the socials or send an email to aircandypodcast at gmail.com. And either Seth or I will get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah. And with all that out of the way, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Today, we have decided to talk about alternative housing and like alternative housing lifestyles. So like think living in vehicles or repurposed buildings or um, like semi-permanent homes, things like that. So we're just going to be touching on a few of those because Seth and I both find this topic very interesting. And while there is a, a plethora of alternative housing choices out there, we're just going to kind of talk about a few of our favorites. So that's what we're doing today. Yep, yep, yep. One of the most intriguing ones that's on our list of things to talk about is probably the van life. 
hashtag van life. Uh, yes. Unless you live under a rock, you've probably seen that hashtag or heard about it, or you may even know someone that actually lives in a van down, down by the by river. The river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun to talk about. So absolutely. anyway, let's get right into it. So yeah, what's man. up? I'm just thinking back over the years, you've brought this up a lot where you've just kind of said stuff about backpacking and camping and all that stuff. And all those things can also be kind of translated into alternative housing situations if need be. Um, so you've kind of been really intrigued by this subject probably a lot longer than I have. And I kind of started getting into it within the past couple years, more so out of forward thinking for necessity reasons. But I just go down these YouTube rabbit holes where it did start off with van life and then it just went into all these bigger things like yurt life and <laughs> all these other types of things. I've been there more than once. I go yeah. there probably three days a week, honestly. Just down the rabbit these, hole? The yeah. YouTube rabbit hole? YouTube <laughs> rabbit holes. Rabbit yes. Yeah, pretty yes. much. And there's so many cool channels, too, to, to check out. Well, we'll talk about that later. I guess your favorite one is, like, the van life. But um, if you had the means and had the choice, what would be your number one go-to alternative housing situation? And then we'll just kind of, like, go from there. Oh, man. I can't tell you. I like it all, kind of. But <laughs> it'd probably be tiny house. Right. There's, like, pros and cons to everything. And um, I think that the whole alternative housing lifestyle thing is very romanticized but a lot of people don't see all of the oh 100 percent the negative size the cons the the you know the possible downsides of all of it and that's another taking a thing dump that... in a van down, <laughs> down by the river <laughs> right in the middle of the winter what are you gonna do so yeah, like there's all these like not all what instagram is... like exactly you know, exactly i get you and everything's not all like glitz and glam and oh I'm, I'm living in this fancy thing and honestly like a lot of things i've looked up they're not as inexpensive as you'd think unless i mean some of them are but i mean for it to, to be a sustainable long-term thing you are going to have to have like a, a decent chunk of money to put up front to get something that's going to be suitable so no definitely i think that uh depending on the type of lifestyle you decide to uh live then yeah it could be really cheap you live like a hobo or you know or you could live fantabulous i mean honestly it really just runs the gambit. I mean, the stuff that you and I chose to talk about tonight is just a small fraction of different ways you you can do things. But for our listeners out there that may not understand what some of these subjects are and what some of these things are, then this is a I think this will encompass a lot of it and people will leave here having a better understanding of some of these things that we uh, know. And honestly, some of these things we didn't really know that much about until recently. Just like you said, well, okay, then I, you know, me with my backpacking and things like that, That's that can be a lifestyle, but that's not really, I like to do it recreationally. I don't have to live in the woods. I don't have to live in a tent, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I think the main thing that we want to talk about is, okay, what's what people are doing now, especially like the younger generation um but there's a mixed bag of everybody doing this stuff now just because they're tired of running the rat race and they just want to do simpler living they just don't want to live underneath of someone else's rules so to speak and they don't want to have a mortgage so there's a ton of different reasons why you can do that so yeah to, well do this this kind of a lifestyle so yeah absolutely and like you said i think that at the very least people can leave this episode with a little more information of like just the you know the favorites that we kind of picked out but also maybe with 
a bit of curiosity to where they might go explore some of this stuff a little more too because in the long run I think that this is a good direction for everybody to go maybe not necessarily one of these specific things that we're talking about but the more sustainable living the lighter footprint all of that and that kind of goes into what we wanted to talk about first which is why people choose this type of lifestyle to begin with great question great question right so like I said I really started looking into this stuff more so out of like necessity like what am I going to do where am I going to go and I'm not in a position where I just can get a house and mortgage and all that so I have to think outside of the box I have to think of you know other solutions alternative housing solutions so that's that's one of the big reasons that a lot of people go down this path but um there are lots of other reasons again not wanting to be stuck under you know a long-term bank loan some people are doing it because they've had their full life and now they want to retire and they want to retire in a you know and do rv living or whatever really good point because that's not a necessity that's because you want to do it so you're right it runs the gambit so sure all right so the first one you said out of necessity so let's think about that okay you're kicked out of a place and you don't I mean, you got to help me here. I'm trying to think of some of the necessities. I know there's a ton well, of reasons why out there, but. Yeah, well, okay. People get sick all the time, right? And they're not able to, they don't have a bunch of savings or they don't have like a big family support system or whatever. So that would be a situation where someone would find themselves in where okay. they need to figure out some kind of alternative living that's a little less expensive that doesn't necessarily put them in a tent community under a bridge right right exactly okay so that's that would be necessity i think and or or just you know you need a place to live and you're not flat broke but you don't have a bunch of money to put down true so for a necessity okay so that's a realistic situation you know you get sick or you know let's even get more realistic to say you get laid off Right, Which is happening like right now with the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. So, okay, let's say you get laid off. Another one that I was in, um, this is over 10 years ago with me, Sid, and Eric. We were renting um, this townhouse and just out of nowhere, the owner said, hey, we're selling the place. You have 30 days to get out. Exactly. Happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. We can't do anything about that. So, you know, that stuff is kind of, that's adulting type situations that you get stuck in sometimes. So you might already have a van. You might already have a car and you're Mm kind of stuck in, you're like, okay, well then let me start thinking about these other alternatives. Then you get on the YouTubes and then you look at these people that are taking these great Instagram photos and say, you know, I'm going to live in a van. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Isn't it great? Right. Exactly. All right. So. And like speaking from personal experience, I have absolutely lived in my car at different times in my life. And I was certainly not set up for like long term living in my like geo prism. I mean, let's let's get real. Um, But like we have seen like I know you and I have both talked about um, watching some of these channels on YouTube where there are single females long term living in like their their like two door four door compact car, which is incredible to me. And but they're I, doing it right. And yeah. they're doing it right though. They're doing it. And and I I feel like a lot of the ones I've watched, I mean, I never saw them say that they needed to do it. I, I think a lot of the testimonials were like, I just didn't want to go to college, and I'm taking a year off, and I'm going to yeah. do this. 
So it was more of just like a, a choice. And like we said too, like it's a, a lot of the younger generation, it is this personal choice to try to not get stuck in that rat race of the mortgage company and not get stuck in a in a situation where you are like in one place forever. Yeah, forever. you're right. <laughs> like you just, they want to have that up and go, you know, so that's No, that. you're right. Yeah, people have choices. All right, so that's one choice, you know, for the younger folks because me and you were just, old and dusty so <laughs> yeah i couldn't so, live in my car now my body would be like nope. right, exactly <laughs> now, truth be told i've slept in my car tons of times but yeah. it's for other reasons and we don't need to talk about but anyway so <laughs> another time yeah another time another podcast we're getting into all that but anyway shenanigans so, yeah shenanigans to say the least anywho <laughs> so choice slash freedom yeah. slash you know you just want to do it and, you know, it's not even for the young folks, you know. I can't hate on young people. You and I are still young people, too. We just call ourselves each other old just because, you know, the stuff that we're watching on Instagram, these folks are 20 years younger mm-hmm. than us, but we're still pretty young, too. So, yeah, sure. you know, you, you get these you get these <laughs> like people that, that... – <laughs> We'll go with that. <laughs> you get these people that just say, you know what, I don't want to be stuck with a mortgage. I want to do this mortgage-free. So, you know, you may live in a vehicle, and then, you know, there's other stuff that we can do about it. I mean – we're talking about vehicles now, but there's a lot of other things that you actually can do. So mm-hmm. why else do people do this? Uh, maybe let's go towards like the uh, – I'm playing devil's advocate here. Let's talk about the damn tree huggers, right? So right. Let's Eco-conscious. Talk about Don't yep. be hating on them tree huggers. Man, fuck them people. I feel like a <laughs> tree hugger is like one of my, you know, alter egos sort of. Smelling like sandalwood. Patchouli. <laughs> Patchouli. <laughs> I love it. I have – I like I actually use it all the time. Oh, God, I can smell that thing through Don't the computer. Don't hate. <laughs> 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 all right, mean. all jokes aside. No, no, jokes are here. <laughs> Hippie style. All right, echo conscious. All right, so you get people that say they want to have a smaller footprint, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to um, do more harm to the environment than needed, than necessary. You know, in my opinion, everybody does some kind of harm to the environment, so you have to do as little to no harm as possible, you know, mm-hmm. tread, tread lightly. Yes. You know, there's a, there's a little bit of tree hugger in me too, even See? though. You just don't wear patchouli. It's okay. Even though I hate patchouli, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah. So you yeah, people that just want to do that, you know, people just want to go out in the woods and just live a very simple lifestyle, you know, people just, you know, eco-conscious and say, all right, I don't want to live in a house. Are you going to cut down trees to build a house when I can, you know, have this or make build a tree it myself house. or make <laughs> live a tree in the house. Trees. Why not? Yeah, there's definitely room for that. Using the uh, renewable resources is like huge. I love that whole thing. Just recycle as much as possible. Why buy things new when you can just, you know, buy secondhand or whatever? So same goes for these alternative housing things. Some of them are built from like the ground up. They're still alternative housing, but they're still built like ground up housing. Some are permanent or semi-permanent. You know, you can build it up. You can take it down. You can move it with you wherever you go. Yep. Some of the places are literally mobile, like like we talked about some of the vehicle stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Recycled, but, upcycled. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different things that you can it's do. It's awesome. And then even with the – mainly with all the, the vehicle ones, I mean, these people are – unless you are just like living out of your like car, yeah. a lot of people are buying vans or RVs or right. box trucks or – I mean, the list goes – just take your mind wherever it wants to go. Just a big vehicle and they're like gutting Pretty it much. and like putting – a tiny house inside of it, little apartments. And that's just, it's crazy, but super, super cool. 
No, it's it's awesome. And, you know, again, this is not about, you know, some of the stereotypes where all these people are hobos and things like that. I mean, some of this stuff that I'm watching on YouTube is freaking ridiculous. And I am yeah. so jealous of some of these setups. I mean, what is it called? The, the, uh, the Sprinter? Is that the, mm-hmm, the Sprinter? Is that Mercedes? Or I think that's Mercedes Sprinter or whatever. I can't remember, but it's something like that. It's one of those fancy schmancy yeah. things. And yeah, it's they are not are... cheap, guys. No, they're not at all. Around, Like You think no. van life and you think like, you know, In SNL a sketch. Right. Down by the river. Right. His suit doesn't fit. It's ripping. He looks like a bump. No. The, these people, their van life is like luxury Legit. living van life. Like it is not cheap at all so if you if you have that kind of money and you want to live like that for a long period of time great it's pretty sexy it's pretty sexy yeah. it's definitely sexy looking at that kind of stuff yeah there's downsides and we can talk about that too but well, good night yeah this is not all about people getting kicked out of their house or they're just a dope fiend and they just have a van they bought for a thousand dollars off a dope fiend and they're just living in it because they make a lame excuse and are trying to be eco-conscious. These are people that live in a certain way that just make this choice and say, man, I just want to do this. I want to stop ruining the environment. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to live like this. And, you know, that's the reason why that that they're doing it. And, I, you know, and then you have the other you have the other facet of this. You know, sometimes people get put in these situations that they have to live in different types of uh, alternative housing, you know, because of a uh, personal trauma. I mean, let's talk about that. I mean. That's out there, most definitely. You know, personal meaning, I don't know, bad breakup makes you want to just do something different, do something crazy. That's one. I mean. Sure. Well, and those things can be not necessarily long term, but like short term, like a, like I'm, I'm going to travel for a year in my van or I'm going to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whatever. I feel like those things are more like short term. But I mean, any of these things can be long term or short, 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 short term solutions to housing there's just there's so many options guys like there's just so many different options now i through my little one of my rabbit holes i'm sure a lot of people have heard of this or or maybe not because you hadn't heard about this but um the coolest in my opinion and the most like climate conscious and all of that choice here we go what is it (laughs) the earth ship earth what the earth ship i'm listening okay (laughs) 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 so you hear the word ship, you're like, oh, a ship on the water. No, but that too is a potential housing alternative. People buy boats and then they live on their boats. They they fancy those things up too, you know. But this earth ship is not a ship on the water. It's literally a thing that is built mostly into the ground, like or in under the earth. Like so think like a hillside, right? And so it's not built down, it's built into the earth. And okay. the majority of it is underground in the earth but then the part that's showing on the outside is like a greenhouse you mean this, a hobbit house well no see okay hobbit houses and that's a thing too guys hobbit houses hobbit house earth burns earth ships this type of thing all these types of things are actually Boy, built say. into the earth like they're they're in in the ground not on not like underground like don't think like i'm going down two flights of stairs to get to my bunker so why the hell is it called a ship then i think because it's just like this self-sustaining entity it's just this like earth ship it's just this thing but like it is it is supposed the way that it is built constructed set up it is a full-on like the, the place recycles you know the water it's catching the water it is growing food it is heating and cooling with without using electricity like you mean like that movie biodome with paulie shore (laughs) (laughs) 
can't remember Sorry. all the ins and outs of that movie, I'm but skeptical. probably. <laughs> I'm skeptical. This I'm is telling you, crap. if if you don't know about the Earth ships, just all go right. look it up. Watch a YouTube video. It's pretty cool. Even even if it's not something you'd want to do yourself, it's pretty darn cool. All right, listeners, whoever thinks that uh that Colleen is crazy, please email <laughs> us at aircandypodcast at gmail dot com and just give us your comments. I'm gonna need a laugh. All right, I just looked this up. All right. I went to the good old encyclopedia. Yeah, put it in the Google machine, and I found a Wikipedia. All right, so for those of those of us that think this is kind of crazy, here goes the of, official Wikipedia definition. All right, go. An Earthship is a brand of passive solar Earth shelter that is made of both natural and upcycled materials, such as Earth-packed tires, mm-hmm. pioneered by architect Michael Reynolds. Earthships are predicated yes. upon the idea that there are six human needs that which need to be addressed through environmentally sustainable building design. All right, yes. one through six. I'll go them very quickly. Energy, garbage management, sewage treatment, shelter, clean water, and food. Yeah, okay. so this this earth ship, this this dwelling, this shelter, it has been designed specifically to address those six needs. And it's fascinating. It is. It's just it is fascinating. And and again with the t- like the tires, like the they, they, oh man, there's like thousands of tires that they they use to construct the thing inside the earth. It's just Okay. Wild. So so where do you put one of these earth ships that you speak of? Um Obviously, not where we live in Maryland because we don't <laughs> all like the hobos. counties would be like, uh, <laughs> they would just be like, nope, they're not going to let no you. No hobos allowed. We ain't digging in no holes over yeah. here. Right, exactly. <laughs> Howard no County ain't having it. <laughs> <laughs> no groundhogs in Maryland. Yeah, no groundhogs out here, bruh. Uh-uh. Maybe in PG County. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat if they let us. But um, where we live, they're pretty strict with all sorts of building regulations. And you see a lot of this stuff up north, like in Canada. But mainly, I believe, and somebody let me know if I'm wrong, I believe that this Earthship stuff was, I think it originated kind of like in like the New Mexico, Arizona area. And there's actually, I don't know if it's the guy that you mentioned, the Michael Reynolds guy. I don't know if that's the guy who hosts these, um, they're like internships where people, if they're super interested in it, you can go stay with them in an Earthship and, and stay for a lifestyle. month. Right. Gotcha. Learn about the lifestyle. And they actually teach you how to build them, too. So then you leave with the knowledge of how to build one. But again, with anything like this, if you're building any kind of permanent structure, which this would be a permanent structure, there's all sorts of like zoning and laws and yada, yada, yada. It's just it's not as easy as you would think in right. certain areas of United States where we're at. OK, I just put this in a Google machine. And some of these damn Earth ships look off the chain. See? I'm these telling things you. look ridiculous. Holy crap. It's like something out You're... of a movie. Right. They're they're so super cool. It's made of clay and wood and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, glass. All sorts and... of... Yeah, so the, the little holes that you see, they're actually like glass bottles, blue, green. Just, just imagine. And then it ends up looking like this mosaic, you know, stained glass type thing. But they are using those to let more light in and then like i said the part in the beginning of the earth ship is actually like a cement two feet maybe more like this big giant slab that starts at the beginning of the greenhouse that goes into like the living area right okay. and whenever you build an earth ship i do know this for a fact it has to be south facing so like the the, the front part that's coming out of the hill 
has to be facing the south. So you get that sun, right? So the sun will heat up that slab in the wintertime. And that slab will then keep the inside of that earth ship like warm. So again, remember the radiant this, heat. Yes, this live this this type of living does not involve like you're not tapping into anything and getting like a you know HVAC. No, it's it's literally the inside of the earth is cooling you in the summer and the sun is warming you in the winter. It's hmm. incredible. Well, I mean, it's genius. Well, yeah. Well, you gotta live in the right kind of climate. Exactly. All right, this one's looking pretty cool, made out of tires. It's in Nicaragua. Um, if you guys are interested to look at this and laugh, uh, go to <laughs> treehugger.com. Stop it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, are you serious? I swear. Stop. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, God. You're, you're serious. I am serious as, as a heart attack. Oh, so I've seen this before, too. Um, there's this really cool series, um, Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Man, it's been out since the '70s. So, <laughs> I think this place called Tatooine or Tatua, whatever Tatooine. you know. Yeah, thank you. Well, sorry. All right, now I'm gonna get hated on. <laughs> a lot of hate mail. Or um, I will, because they'll just continue thinking. Yeah. Some so anyway, dork. I think they live in the um, uh, uh, Earthship life. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Earthship Hashtag life. Earthship life. <laughs> All right, so first I was I was poo-pooing this. Now I think it's actually pretty cool. All See? right, it is pretty cool. It takes a lot of work. You can do it. And oh, a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of money up front. Dude, I'll take my ass to right over to the damn junkyard to get about 2,000 <laughs> tires and get some fucking dirt and mud and start slapping that shit together. And they well, okay, gonna yeah, and you're going you're gonna to pull out earth the earth like your hand. You're going to have like a, a sand shovel from the beach. You're just going to be like one little... If I have At a time. To, if I'm in that situation. Like, some of these earth ships are, they ain't cheap, bruh. No, exactly. Like, the, the ones these that are don'ts. bigger and more highly functional, they're not super cheap. Um, I saw another guy oh, on no. YouTube saying that he was trying to get his under a hundred grand or something like that. But, oh, um, hell no. Uh-uh. Right. So he actually went through this whole thing. He got approved by whatever county he's in. And then the county decided to, like, just block his progress. So now, like, the thing is just sitting there. And he's just, like, making all these, like, rants on YouTube about how they're just, they just want to get your money however they can, man. You know, and I get it. You see, and that's what makes people that like to live these kind of lifestyles, that makes them look bad. Because I look at that kind of stuff and I just think, okay, dude wants to make an Earthship. He gets denied and now he goes on YouTube and starts ranting. About the men. The Bama must be crazy, you know. About the men. Yeah, exactly. So that's what turns me off about some of these people out here. But to be fair, you know, there is a little bit of tree hugger in me too, okay? You know, it's fine, but I'm not that dude. Well, right. Like, you know like I mean? we were talking about stereotypes that come along with this. That would be one of them, right? Like someone's right, exactly. anti-government or they're paranoid or like, like you know, fuck the man, you know, whatever. But Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think all of us have a little bit of that in us, too. I mean, let's just be real. I don't think any of us really are full on, you know, nobody loves the man. <laughs> <But> <laughs> can we be real? Fair enough. Fair enough. See, Again, fair. Not everybody loves the man unless, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know those people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. haven't met one yet. Right. So, All right. That, so that's the Earth ship. Pretty cool. Well, I was educated on that one. So, <laughs> all right. I thought it just, I thought these things just existed in uh, the Star Wars, Star Wars uh, land, but apparently not. Okay. Yes. All right. I got one. All right. All right. What you got? I'm going to go for tiny 
home. This okay, is... it's kind of a big umbrella because like tiny home. Yeah, I guess you can say tiny home. It's now just like a big, like where I think when we first came out, everybody's like tiny home. Okay, yeah, a little teeny home. But now it's like this whole umbrella of tiny house living, tiny homes. It could be a number of things. So when you say tiny home, what are you envisioning? So when I when I say tiny home, I'm thinking some kind of a structure that is built on a flatbed trailer that you can take from one place to the next so it's semi-permanent you put it on a piece of land and it's completely off-grid and you can have whatever systems that you like you can have water come to it if you you know generate the water somehow through a uh, uh, a rain rain barrel collection you can do propane heat you can do anything you know if you want to have electricity you can do either um, solar or by other means. So you're really off the grid. So that's what I think. Now, there's positively tiny homes that are on the grid and on well water and things like that, which mm-hmm. is still pretty cool too. So Yeah, that would be definitely more permanent than something that you could just kind of up and move. Yeah. There are tiny homes also on wheels. People put them on wheels so they can just like drag them along with them wherever they go. Right, exactly, exactly. So that's kind of, you know, for – Folks that are listening that don't know what a tiny home is, just put it in the Google machine. And if you don't want to do that, I have a definition here for you. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, tiny home. The tiny house movement, also known as the small house movement, is an architectural and social movement that advocates living simply in small homes. Blah, 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 blah. However, a residential structure under 37 meters square. So, though. Folks that don't understand, yep, exactly. 400 square feet is generally considered a tiny home. That's fucking tiny. It is tiny. And I mean, I I have fantasized about tiny home living too. Like when this whole movement started coming around, I was just like, ooh, tiny house. And thinking it could be very affordable and and all of that. But I'm just saying like, (laughs) never. you don't think about what it takes to actually live like that. Like whether it be in a tiny home or a tiny car or t- whatever it, it takes a lot but the the time i think I it's mean- a thing i think it's a thing you're right I, I i see where you're going with this i think it's kind of uh that's why it says tiny house movement i think it's yeah. just kind of a way of life or it's a way of thought but anyway you were saying well, again it's it's what we said people try and be more eco-conscious not like use a, a ton of materials and they just want to live in this small compact you know I feel like it's like the whole idea behind like what Ikea, you know, like like small, compact, you know, yeah, 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 things yeah. that fit into small spaces. And then it just, you know, tiny homes and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think I think the tiny house movement, because that's what they're kind of calling it, you know, tiny house movement, tiny house living, tiny house, you know, hashtag tiny homes. I mean, you know, I think if you want to live that kind of lifestyle, I think you already kind of buy into that type of lifestyle. You know, you want to be environmentally conscious. You want to, yeah. you know, if you're going to build one yourself, you're going to use recycled, upcycled types of materials. And then you can go all balls out because now there's a whole industry that, you know, people can build you a tiny house. Oh. And honestly, if you want to get one of these things that are kind of decked out pretty good, not that expensive. I mean, you can probably get one between sixteen eighty thousand dollars and now where you and i live the county that you and i live in sixty eighty thousand dollars you know you ain't getting no single family house with that it's gonna oh, be no. tough you know it's gonna be real tough so you can live in a tiny house if it's just you or 
you and a partner, then you, and you guys want to live in those small spaces, then you can absolutely do that. Right. I but really, I've I, seen like I've seen a couple with kids and dogs, and they're all living in a tiny house, and they're yeah, just like, man. "Oh, it's so great!" And I'm like, "No freaking way! How? I know. How? I mean, I think too, like." Okay, again, romanticizing this whole idea. Like some of these things are super decked out. They're really cool. They're they they look very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, they're super right? nice. Yeah, they're super nice. But then you think of lo- the logistics. Okay, you're removing a ladder every time you want to go up and down to bed. You know, and and when you go up to bed, like you can't like sit up all the way. Like there's just all sorts of different things you have to think about. Like. Can I do this for the long term? How do I fit my family in here? Like, I don't need to worry about that because I don't have that. But I'm just thinking other people. Like, people can't go from a four-bedroom house in the suburbs to a tiny home. You You, can if you want to. Well, it has to be great. But you have to – they have to have be in the right mindset. They have to understand what it really takes. Um, But like I'm saying, I think the whole idea has been so, you know, put out there like tiny house living. And people are just so like, oh, it's – how how wonderful and they think they can go from one to the other just like bing bang boom split second done like it takes a whole change in mentality like you said it does 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean i've watched hours gone down plenty of rabbit holes about this because one of the things that i kind of romanticize about is like you know i would not mind having a tiny house as a second property like a vacation property like a little cabin in in the woods type situation Completely yeah, off grid, you know, rustic cabin, aka tiny home. So I like to look at these things, and it just makes sense. You know, I wouldn't want to have this be my complete lifestyle with another person, but I could totally do that just because the tiny bit of tree hugger in me just says, "Okay, well, this would be fun to do." Honestly, at the end of the day, I wouldn't build it myself with my own hands. I'd farm it out. But at the end of the day, you know what? Instead of me buying a cabin in the woods and Doing this, that, and the third for let's say two hundred thousand dollars. Screw it. I'll just get a little tiny house. I'll pay sixty, eighty, you know, and pay for the land or, or whatever that costs. And I'd rather just have a whole bunch of that, you know, instead of yeah. having a little house that's, you know, when I'm on, I'm on top of somebody. I'd rather pay more money for the land and have a tiny house on top of it. That's what I would rather do. So totally. this kind of stuff really interests me. You know, I, I look at it, I'm like, man, that'd be a lot of fun. And then I talk to Lisa, and Lisa loves the idea too because she always wants to get a. You know, she wants to live on the water or live somewhere close to water in the woods. And in Maryland, that's pretty unrealistic for the price range that I'm talking about. But yeah, totally. anything's possible. I I can go, I don't know, maybe 150 miles in any d- direction and maybe have that for not that expensive. Absolutely. And depending on how rustic we're talking here, you can definitely – I've seen people build like little tiny homes for like under $1,000. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Again, that's extremely rustic. <laughs> That's a pallet house. You living in you live in some hey, pallet house. Pallet houses are are making a they're making a thing now. There's a whole oh, bunch of pallet God. house stuff. Nah, if I'm gonna do it, I'm not making I'm not making no damn tiny house out of no damn pallets. But whatever, it's gonna <laughs> be something that's gonna be option. nice. Yeah, it's an not not an option in my book. I ain't, no only thing I only only thing I put pallets on is. I, I, I put things on pallets. That's I, I don't put I don't put pallets on things. I put things on pallets. Right? You know what I mean? So anyway, you know, I, I do love the tiny house movement. Tons of ways to do it. You know, listeners out there, if you have any comments, you know, if you want to show us something, you want to share something, please email us. You know, uh, I'd like to go down that rabbit hole with you. So if you find Absolutely. a good YouTube or something like that, let me know. I, I want to yeah. see it because I definitely want to see what's up with some of these tiny houses. It's 
it's not all as cracked up to be. I've seen plenty of YouTube channel uh, people and they say, look, this is hard. I mean, if, yeah. if you do one that doesn't have running water, that you have to go run and get your water. You have to heat your house with the little tiny little um, little uh, little stoves and whatnot. You got to cut all your wood. I mean, this stuff is work. This is not just people being lazy. Like To live in alternative type styles is work. It's not like you can get up and just run your dishwasher and vacuum your house and and run you know run your water, have a hot shower. You need to actually yeah. pick and choose how much energy right. that. So you're way more conscious of how much you actually it, use. It takes a lot of forward thinking and a lot of just being conscientious and um, I don't know, just having your your mind like on like you said, just being aware of what you're doing, what you're using how you're going to get what you need. Yeah, it's, it's all a lot that. into it. it. Yeah, it, it's a it, it's a ton. But, you know, on the flip side of that, there's a ton of people out there in the world that would be very happy and satisfied with a tiny home and we won't get into it right now. It could be a future episode, but tiny houses could definitely be the solution to like helping the homelessness crisis. 100% could help sure. that. Absolutely. And if you guys look that up, there's a lot of stuff that you can see online as well regarding that very topic and it's definitely something i'm interested in and would like to talk about in the future yeah absolutely yeah lots of ways you can do that you know cheaper building materials and, and things like that you've other people are have have uh been doing this for quite some time and um the folks at goal zero have done some things over in africa those, those guys are doing that you know trying to bring electricity to smaller type of living not exactly a tiny house movement things like that but it's just like when you have simpler lifestyles and just showing how you can do wonderful things for simpler living. It's definitely something you want to look into. Yeah, there's also, I think in Austin, I think, there's a, a group of people that have been um, putting together these little tiny home communities for displaced veterans, which I think it's amazing. Yep, I've heard of that. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, I've seen that and uh, heard about it. And I think that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, the stuff that we do to our vets, man. I mean, terrible. You know, it's it's terrible. Yeah, granted, a lot of good things happen for our vets. You know, I have a lot of a lot of friends that are vets, but some of these folks are kind of Vietnam vets and like the older vets, and sometimes they just get forgotten about, man. And they're just, you know, it's it, it's terrible. And uh, you know, we don't need to get into it, but it's it's pretty awful. But there's solutions out there. Yeah, that's the thing. There are solutions. There are absolutely solutions. It's just a matter of people getting out of the not in my backyard mindset and then pulling together and doing something to help everyone, which is what we should all be doing. I feel like that's why we're here in general, to love and help each other. So You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Anyway, everybody get together down to <laughs> love one another. Right oh my god! <laughs> you make fun, but I'm you know oh god. that's that's who I am. Well, I'm gonna anyway, keep poking fun at you. That's anyway. fine. I I wouldn't expect less. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would. <laughs> what else we got out there? You got anything else? You think we can uh, we can uh, laugh at or talk about or that looks pretty sexy? Uh, we, we got the Earthship. We got the tiny house living. What else? Yeah. Um. I mean, I would love to talk about like the the mobile stuff. That's Van like, life. That's my favorite. Just Holla. because it's it's so versatile and it's so it just looks so fun. I mean, and that and that's the thing. I think they make it look fun. It looks but... crazy fun. So right. yes, let's talk about this. You first, because I got some. <laughs> let's have this. You go. <laughs> <laughs> 
you first. I can laugh at you and then mine's better. <laughs> My favorite, favorite, favorite. If I could, if I could, I would. I love the schoolies. Now, for those that don't know, a schoolie is like the, you know, the slang used for taking a school bus and turning it into a home on wheels. Oh, These fancy. mamajamas are so cool. So cool. Because, you know, they're, just, they're much bigger, they're longer. But again, you know, it takes a lot of work to make them truly livable. But some of the ones that I've seen and the things that I've seen people do with them, I'm just like blown away. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go buy a school bus tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I want to do that. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have the means to do the rest. I certainly don't think I could actually, you know, if tear you out the inside of my a bus house myself. In a damn- 50-foot school bus. Talk about this is my house. I'm shutting my front door, and I'm going to delete you oh, <laughs> on Facebook. Horrible. You won't claim me anymore if I got a school I'm bus. A, I'm gonna, you show up on a school bus. Talk about this thing got eight gears. This thing rolls. <laughs> Whatever. You'd be like, let's go for a ride across the country. Oh, You'd be my in God. it in a second. Sitting on them, sitting on them, with them hard leather seats or whatever. No, thing no, no. Matter, you, take, you take all that out. You gut that you gut that bad boy out and then you convert the whole inside to like here's the kitchen, here's the living space, here's the bathroom area, here's the bedroom. It's awesome. Fine. Think about like actual square footage. You're gonna get more space in a school bus than you would in like the sprinter vans and all of that. Oh, hundred percent. Look, you got forty feet going one way, and let's just say it's eight feet wide. Let's just say that, you know. I mean that's bigger than a Manhattan apartment for real. Uh, a small yeah. one like a studio. So yeah, no, honestly, I'm I'm just joking. Yeah, I mean, like the school bus thing. I've seen some pretty decked out ones too. It's literally like the size of a one bedroom apartment and then some. Right. You know, but then again, really it takes big. a lot of work to do it because you yeah. have to think insulation. Where you live, like here where we live in Maryland, we get all the seasons. So it's right, not exactly. like, and we get them like full on. Like it's freezing cold and then it's sweltering hot. So it's not. Like a, a place where there's just like one climate and it just changes, you know, a little bit. Like we, yeah, we're not living in Arizona or living right. in like Northern California or living in Florida. But the, you know, the thing is, like, well, I mean, those aren't great examples. Like, what's a good temperate? That a, a state that has a temperate, you know, Seattle, like Washington, somewhere like that. Seattle oh, yeah. area in Washington, like Washington, Oregon. You know, maybe something like that. Maybe in Colorado, like some of the, the lower parts, but Colorado gets pretty gnarly too during the winter time. So, look, if you have the know-how, you can do that. You want to get a bus, you want to convert it. I think it's a great idea. You know, Super all jokes, cool. all jokes aside, you know, van life is my thing. It looks really, really cool, and I've seen a lot of YouTubers. I mean. You know, if you guys have any interest to see what this is all about and, and think that we're, you know, that we're just crazy for even talking about this, you know, look up some of them. Like one of my favorite ones, um, Trent and Allie, Trent and Allie. So you can look them up on YouTube. They probably got an Insta too. So look, look them in. Surprisingly, fun fact, Allie is actually from D.C. Oh. Yep. Trent is from somewhere else in the United States. Like he's like from Iowa or something crazy. But She's from D.C., so she knows what it's all about. So they have a really cool channel. They were living in a Sprinter van, and they were doing that and going down, like, to Nicaragua and doing all that kind of, like, full-time RV traveling and showing really cool stuff. But then they showed a lot, a lot of the hardships of getting through borders and blah, 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 being white down there. It's it's really tough, too. 
uh, now they're up back in the United States and they actually bought a property and they had to leave their Sprinter van in customs or whatever. They leave, leave it down in South America. They're really pissed off about that. And now that sucks. Th- so they're basically running the gambit of all the different kind of lives that we're talking about. Like That's awesome. They went from Sprinter life. Now they, they repurposed a, a, a trailer or, you know, like, like a, a box tow- truck. No, like a tow behind type. Uh, okay. And, uh, RV, sorry, I couldn't think of what the hell. So they converted that, so that looks crazy cool now. And now they bought an off-grid property, and they're building that. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like once you get started, <laughs> like once you take the plunge to get started in any of these, th- any of them, like pick one. Yeah. I you're feel in. like you're, you're in, in. You're gonna keep going because I, I feel like it's just exhilarating to these people to do it because you know they're building things with their hands and they're they're doing it themselves. And I mean, it's, it's exhilarating, exciting, and just. I don't no, know. It's, awesome. it's it's really cool. Like you gotta dive in. If you're gonna do it, go ahead and do it. I mean, you do with stuff like 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 Trenton Alley, fine. But if you want to live permanent RV living, you know, and you know, you have to go with like the pros and cons. Like you know, so let's kind of talk yes, about those pros and cons. Um, I don't know some of the pros. I mean, we already kind of talked about those things, did, and yeah. I agree one hundred percent. You know, got your freedom, got the rent free type situation as long as you have the money up front. I mean, the right. travel opportunities. I mean, we kind of talked about that, but yeah, if 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 you're if you're in a position that you have a uh, working remotely and you want to just live a different kind of lifestyle for a while because you can, because your job lets you, if you're a photographer, if you're an IT person, if you like to, uh, if you like to do videos, if you do things like that, then or you can just be a full time YouTuber. I mean, people. That's why people do these things. So yeah, I mean, they they decide to do this this whole life change and then they make a channel and then that's essentially how they sustain their lifestyle. Through and the monetization of that. I mean, a lot of people have done that. Now it takes time. I'm kind and of some people are more that. successful than others. And it might depend on, you know, how cute the little, the girl is. But I mean, I, I don't know. know, man. You see, the I don't. Well, you and I both look at the same things, right? So, you know, ever been scrolling through YouTube and now have all these recommended things? The uh-huh. ones that I skip over the most are the ones where they got like this couple that decides to, you know, this. There's so many of them life. now. I but know. like the little preview thing is a girl showing her ass, like right. bent over, like holding a log. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. I, I know. Mean, come on. Like, exactly. I don't need it's, to see it's, all that. it's regular clickbait, old basically. clickbait. Exactly. Yeah. And that irritates me because I'm like, you know, it's, it's you annoying. Don't need to, you, don't, you don't need to show your ass to get me no. to click on a damn thing, you know? Right. So I just skipped that. I might check that out after we get off of this. You know, <laughs> I'll skip it, but just, later. Yeah, but later. It. I might. Uh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> hey, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Anywho, oh so. All right, so let's go over some of the cons then. All right, so we already have all these okay, bonuses. There's, all right, a, so. there's probably more cons than pros. I mean,. Yeah, if, if you not? list them out, there's going to be more cons than pros. But I mean, if you are able to balance it and the pros are like, you know, really tipping the scales for you, I mean, absolutely. But um, the cons, okay, we got safety issues. That's a big one because a lot 100%. of percent. There's there's a lot of um people who live in these these vans and and whatnot and they 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 get broken into. Sometimes they get broken into when the people are like inside and it could be a could turn into a dangerous situation pretty Dude, quickly. That's scary as hell. Right? No so, I mean, you. people I've seen, I'm they out. try to, they call it, what, stealth? stealth? Yeah, stealth camping or stealth right. RVing or whatever right. they 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put different like apparatuses up inside their vans and different areas to make it look abandoned or which actually could probably, you know, make a person who wants to break into it give them more incentive to break into it if it exactly. looks abandoned. Exactly. I don't want to make it look abandoned. I want right. it to make like someone's, well, I don't want to make it look like someone's living here. I just, but think I think know. about it too like a single female. There's a lot of single females doing this and it takes a special kind of girl I think, to be able to handle. Yeah, I think so. I think you have to be an adventurous. You have to make sure that that you feel confident with yourself and you have to actually want to do this. Like, that's why they say it's van life, yurt life, blah, blah, blah. You know, it is yes. a lifestyle. You can't just say, I'm going to do this for a month. You need to commit 100%. But you're right. I mean, safety, people breaking it in your stuff. Um, You know, I, I would think that weather would be one too. Like, Oh, Look, it's yeah. not all great if you if you live in a rainy situation. What are you gonna do? You're gonna just stay in the van the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and or what if it's bus? a small van where you can't even like stand up or sit up? I don't know. It could be right. Exactly, <laughs> cause a lot of other issues. It could. And thinking along the lines of space, some of these vans don't have bathrooms. Some, some of them shit, don't. Most probably. Right. Mo- yes, you're absolutely right. The majority of them do not have a place to use the bathroom or to wash your body, right? Ugh, and and ugh. a lot of times in this van life living lifestyle, Awful. people, um, one of the ways they get around that is that they have like gym memberships and they will go to like say like some gym that has multiple locations across the wherever they're living. Yeah, like a Planet Fitness or right. and Lifetime they could just go into the gym and then take a shower whenever they want whatever but then you have situations like we have recently seen with the pandemic and everything's shut down so people that are living these lifestyles it's like you may not mm. always have access to these places to go wash your body <laughs> I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, well, this stuff is like shut down, especially now. Oh, yeah. Where are you going to go? I mean, I mean, if you look at these people on YouTube, I mean, they've a lot of them have had to give up their van life, at least because, temporarily because of everything getting shut down. Well, what if you lived at a uh, an RV park or like a KOA or something like that? You could do that, but that does cost money. So exactly. some people are trying to avoid that whole situation too. So I, there's like so many different levels of this. Like, okay, I just want to do this. Because I'm retired. Like, me and my mm-hmm. wife are retired. We want to see. We want to go to all of the national parks. I think that would be freaking awesome. Class. Absolutely. Like full-time RV living. Like hey, that's Walmart. Not, that's you can always cheap. park in Walmart parking lots for free. Yeah, you can all over. But that's what makes <laughs> all the doggone danger. Like, that's exactly. When you see all these things out there. That's when you can get robbed and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, you have to think about all these things. I mean, bathrooms is the number one thing for me. Like, Oh, me I too. I, I hate going to bathroom in public things. I'm not taking a dump in <laughs> the thing unless I like – if I'm like pinching a loaf, man. That's not <laughs> oh, happening. Man, like... <laughs> <laughs> I got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Turtle, you know what I'm saying? Turtle. Like, I'm not doing that. So if I were to do this van life, I would have it decked out. I'd spend oh, yeah. the – Fifty thousand dollars, like instead of me buying like one, the brand new like the twenty twenty um, Ford Broncos, which I really want, I'd probably just get a twenty twenty or twenty seventeen Sprinter van and get it decked out, so I have a sink and shit, uh, a, dude, that's a, still a expensive toilet. as hell. He's like, oh, instead of a twenty seventeen, yes, that's true, that's true. If that's my house, yes. then that's I mean that's that's what we're talking about. Touché. If I'm going to commit Touché. to this whole situation, then well, that's my house. I got a sixty thousand dollars house. I can go where the hell I want to go. Touché. All right. Yes. You know what I mean? And in doing that, if by saving the dough on rolling back a few years on the vehicle, you could put that money and invest True. in a shower and. 
bathroom. Exactly. And, you know, some some of these things, if you look at them, they got like some some people do. They have like little teeny tiny composting toilets in their right. vehicle, yeah, and then exactly. they don't have a shower. Some of them have composting toilets and a shower that they have to literally pick up and move. They like you slide out the composting toilet and move it either outside of the van or I don't know next to your bed. I don't. I've seen these people do all sorts of stuff, and then they step yeah. back inside of the little teeny tiny room where the toilet was to take a shower, which could be like a handheld yeah, like a little, spray uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like the same thing you have on a sink, but just right. like you have in a shower. Duh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. But a lot of them do not have those facilities Mm-mm. at all. And, and and then again, you have to think, how do I get my water? Are you going to be able to store these tanks of fresh water to do that? Um, right, right. Do you want Where's a composting toilet? Do you want a toilet that's more stationary that you, th- I mean, there's so many things. But... Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You have to really commit. Like, look, I'm a camper. I love camping. I love car camping. I can do a camping trip for days on end. Lisa, she's probably like a two-day situation, maybe a three-day at most, and then she's ready to go home. Well, so there comes whenever... a time when you just really want a nice hot shower. Well, you know, we've been doing a ton of camping this year because of the COVID, COVID situation. You know, I got my, uh, you know, I got my quarantine circle of friends, and you got a small circle, and you know. The showers are hot. The bathrooms are clean, you know, and uh, no problems here. I mean, we, we've upgraded our whole camp situation. We have a queen-size air mattress in there. We're going camping this weekend. Nice. We got the heater. We got the propane heater inside the um, in, inside the um, tent. So we're like, we're just doing it real big. So well, Speaking of that, I know we talked about this months ago, but, you know, I've been pretty – your girl over here has been kind of lonely. So if you and Lisa and whoever want to come camp out on the back porch just to say what's up. <laughs> oh hell yeah, that'd be fun. That's what got that's what kicked off this whole thing this year. I was like, you know what, man, what are we gonna do in this thing? So me and Lisa went over to a mutual friend's house and we just camped in their backyard. It's like, hey, look, let's just do a social right. distance style. Just let's just camp in the backyard. Yeah. So they got their tent. They have a whole house, mind you. So they have a whole house. They said, you know, we're gonna bring our tent out here. Y'all bring y'all tent. And we're just gonna that's camp so out in, in the backyard. It was cool. It was like it's all right, like a we're, sleepover we're and yeah, yeah. So that they have a separate guest bedroom, so we could use that bathroom. So you know there was none of that going. So if we went inside the house, it was a completely separate uh, room. They can go inside the house. And so I was like, all right, well everything works out for me because you know I'm scared of my own shadow. I'm still not ready to come out and talk to people. You know, and this whole thing. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Oh, I haven't. I've been isolated for eight months, people. Eight months. Yeah. So. Anywho, that actually worked out worked out really good. So well, please, yep. I, I there's the the house that I'm currently crashing in. I have a whole big patio out back, and I would love for you guys to come do a alternative living for like a day or two, <laughs> <laughs> and we can record a podcast right. <laughs> through, the, through the wall Recording from the backyard, yeah. hobo style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because we want to. It's right, right, right. Well, because we're cool like that. So, yes. well, what else we got? We got, uh, uh, so we, we have all the cons, a lot of cons, you know, it's just, it's just work. That's all. But a lot of the pros, you know, to me, I think for alternative living, the juice is worth the squeeze in my book. If you want to be able to do it, the juice is absolutely worth the squeeze. But you, you got the just... juice now. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I wonder how many people get that reference. If you do, please send us an email and say, I got that reference, Colleen. <laughs> you got All right, you now. juicers out there, all the juicers <laughs> out there, email us, aircandypodcast at gmail.com, please. Yes, please, please. 
All right, so you got anything else? You got any other kind of uh, alternative lifestyles? Or, uh, I mean, we can go all day. I, I know. It, this could just go on and on and on. I think that we've uh, we've talked about a decent amount today. Listeners out there, if there's a topic or alternative lifestyle or whatever that you would like us to look into and talk about, then um, please reach out to us and let us know. We are happy to go down those rabbit holes for you and then you can listen to us go down the rabbit holes together so absolutely absolutely yeah and, and if you guys have any uh youtube suggestions please i love staying up late my uh, witching <laughs> hour is between 10 and 12 <laughs> oh my so, gosh that is like so early compared to me please send us an email send us an email and to say seth you want to watch this one i mean i'll i'll give a couple of shout outs to some of the youtube channels that i watch just so people can listen you know Playing with sticks is one. That's actually a couple. It's a husband and wife, and they got two kids, maybe even three, and they're toddlers too. And they actually do wow. um, part-time RV living over in, uh, in Alaska, actually. And they are Beautiful. they are doing it real big. And they, they can do it in like a 13-foot like scamp. That's like a little travel trailer. So uh, Trent and Allie already talked about them because the chicks from D.C., that's cool. Exploring Alternatives is another one. These are all YouTube channels. Yeah, Exploring Alternatives, they they talk about all sorts of different alternative living so like you'll find a yurt an earth ship a tent life a van a tree house like whatever you can think of it's going to be on that channel you're going to find something there so it's a pretty cool one yeah we got another one that uh this is one of colleen's picks this is wild we roam that's one i have i'll check that one out too i'll check it out and there's another one called wild she goes and that is the one seth that i was telling you about that she lives out of like her civic oh, and she put like a toilet in there somehow. Oh, and Lord. she also um, makes. <laughs> I'm taking a dope in a tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> and she also weaves her own little baskets out of pine, co- pine, not pine, pine needles. Oh, and like God. I said, I told you, I told you this and we were cracking up because I was like, I saw this video and I put it on. It was like a tutorial of how to. Make a basket out of pine needles, and I was like, "Oh, there's so many needles around here. I'm gonna do it." And I'm oh, watching God. it, and literally like five minutes, and I was like, I- "Nope, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> not <ever."> happening. <laughs> no, it's just ain't too- doing it. <laughs> nope." Uh, another one that's kind of crazy too. Uh, this one called Hobo Alley. This is a chick that actually lives in a freaking Civic. Crazy, civic. and she did this one that she's showing us how she takes a bath it's like a little miniature pool in like the back seat and the whole setup so it's freaking bananas so anyway those are my youtube selections if you want to go down rabbit holes and all that or if you have any suggestions please just let us know yeah or um, you want us to talk more about this let us know that too i have yeah, personal please. stories about living in cars and stuff too from the the days gone by um yeah and again seth has I, I think all of us at some point in our like party past we've you know, stayed in alternative housing <laughs> some way or another. Uh, but Does that jail be... count? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Alternative housing. You make it sound like so sketchy. <laughs> you try to make it sound like alternative housing. So no, 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 you're right. Yeah, send your personal stories too. I mean, you know, there's yes. you know, it's it's this is all in jest, you know. You know, Colleen and I, we we definitely buy into these uh alternative lifestyles. So I I think that a lot of them are su- super cool. Not all for me, some I laugh at, you know, some I think are just goddamn ridiculous, but you know what? There's 
there's a lid for every pot. So absolutely, send us some personal stories. We love to read them, and then uh, you know we we'll probably give you a shout out uh, totally. if we want to want to bring this back around. So yeah, I mean we could talk about this all day long. Truly. Yeah, hundred percent. Your life. <laughs> you know, I think this is a big enough uh, subject that we can. Depending on what our listeners say, you know, if you want to talk about some other different kinds of uh, uh, a life, you know, we can definitely do that. We can definitely we can talk about the yurts. We can talk about homesteading. We can, do, you know, I don't oh, mind yeah, talking co-ops. about it. Let's do it, people. Yeah, I, I would like to get a group of friends together and just like that'd be. I think it'd be amazing. Just all live and grow things together. Oh God, here we go again. Here's that hippie coming out. I'm sorry. Again. No, I'm not sorry. I, I retract that. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Everybody's <stuck> together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. I just know. I need to get my tambourine out. And me, my sly whistle. It goes down here. All right, guys. Oh thanks God. for listening. It was a lot of fun. This is a really good, really good subject. Yeah. And please don't forget to subscribe to our show so you don't miss out on any future episodes. If you have a question, a comment, or an episode idea, or if you just want to drop us a line to say hello, you can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Air Candy Podcast or send an email to aircandypodcast at gmail.com. So please hit us up any way you can. And we just, we would love to connect with you guys. So that's that. All right, guys. Well, We'll talk to you next time. Yes, until next time. Peace. Peace.